Okay, we're starting in the Gemara on Dav Tesvav Amud Beis. We're holding where it says Klis Chuches. So this goes back to Agzeira that Yosi ben Yoyezer and Yosi ben Yochanan made that Klis Chuches becomes Tame. As we mentioned when we learned it then, in Taira it doesn't mention anything about Klis Chuches. It mentions Kli Matches. There's metal Kalim and there's Kli Cheres, earthenware Kalim. When it comes to Klis it's not mentioned in the Taita Bechlal. So the question is, what status does Klis have? Does it have a status like a Klicheres, or does it have a status like a Klimatches? And what's the source of the Toma? So let's see first inside. Dr. Gemara, Klis when it comes to glass Kalim, my time Gozabuhu Rabban and Toma. What's the reason for the Toma that Chachamu Wagaiser? Since you make glass kalim from sand, so the Rabbana made it tomei like a klicheres, which is also earthenware. It's similar to klicheres, so they made it tomei like klicheres. So now, if so, the assumption is that the halacha of klischuches should be the same as klicheres. There's not there's a few details where klicheres and klimatches are different in the halacha of Tumah. Number one, klimatches uh, in a few cases is more chomer than a klicheres. A klimatches is metame even from the outside. Klimatches is metal. Metal kalim are metame from the outside. Klicheres earthenware are only metame from the inside. Klimatches, a metal keli, is metame even if it's flatware. Klicheres Earthenware is only metame if it has a receptacle, if it's like a bowl or a pot, something that has a macabre inside. Another thing where there's a, um, another difference between klichmatches and klicheres is that a klicheres, if it becomes tome, the only thing you can do with it is you have to break it. If you break it and then you want to reform it again, then you could be metayed it that way. A klimatches, a metal keli, you table in the mikveh. Table it in the mikveh, and by night it's tar, you can use it. Um, the, there might be something else that I'm missing. We'll see along the Gemara as we go over here the differences between a metal keli and an earthenware keli. And right now the assumption is because the whole gzeda of a klizchuchis is that it's similar to a klicheres, so it has the same halacha as a klicheres. Frek the Gemara. If so, a glass keli should have the same aloch as earthenware, and it shouldn't be able to be become toyed in a mikveh. Why did we learn in a Mishnah regarding a klizchuches regarding a glass keli? This will be a chatzitze in kelim. Hazefes vahamir. Zephes is musk and moir is, I forgot the exact English translation right now. Um, Zephes and moir are two materials that get stuck to the klizchuches. And because they're stuck to the klizchuches, when you toivel them, it's a chatzitza. It separates from the water and the keli and it's, uh, it's not, not going to be tarred for the mikveh. So, right, what do we see right over here? A clear Mishnah that says that a Kli's Chochis, a glass Kali, you could toivel in the Mikveh. Uh, so how can we say that the Kli's Chochis has the same Aloha as earthenware? 
And for the Gemara, this mission is talking about a very specific case of a Klis Chuchis that you could table in the Mikveh. What is this Mishnah talking about? This is a klis chuchis that has a hole in it. And he poured into this hole of the glass keli avar, which is lead. So he plugged up the hole with lead, which is considered to be a kind of metal. So now the klis chuchis itself has a hole and it can't be used. It's only possible for it to be used because it was plugged up with some metal. So this follows the opinion of Rab Meir that says, The status of the keli follows what is maintaining the use of the keli, which in this case is the lead which is covering up the hole. So therefore, according to Rab Meir, this klishuches that the Mishnah is talking about over here, that you're being toivelet in the mikveh, is talking specifically about a klishuches that has lead in it that plugs up a hole, and that can be toivelet in the mikveh. What's the source of Rab Meir's opinion? The Tanya will learn in Abraisek klishuches shenikvu, a klishuches, a glass keli that has a hole in it. Vehitif letoichan avar, and he put, he plugged it up with lead. Rab Meir says that this keli is tommy, meaning even though it has a hole, and usually a keli that has a hole is not a keli anymore, and it's not tommy, but because he plugged up the hole, so therefore it becomes tommy. So we see that Rab Meir holds that we follow the fact that it was plugged up with that lead, and now it becomes tummy. So the whole keli has a status like that lead that plugs up the hole, and you can toivel it into the mikveh as well. The Chachamim etarin, but however the Chachamim disagree, the Chachamim say that this keli is toy. Now there's a machlaikis of Rashi and Teisvis, what Chachamim etarin means. According to Rashi, Chachamim etarin means literally, since this klis has a hole in it, so therefore it's not a keli anymore. The fact that you plugged it up with lead does not make it a keli, and it's not a keli, so it's toy completely. Taisvis holds Chachamim Metairin means Chachamim Ametair Minatayra. Because it has a hole and you're, you're plugging it up, Minatayra it'll be tired, but Midrabanan it'll still be Tommy. Either way, what we see is that according to the Chachamim, we don't follow the status of the lead which plugged up the hole. According to Rav Meir, we do, and therefore that's what the Mishnah before that mentioned tayveling a klishuches is talking about when a person is tayveling a glass keli that was being plugged up with lead. Now the Gemara continues to challenge this from another Mishnah. So again, we, we are, our assumption over here is we're comparing a glass keli to a klicheres, to earthenware. But if so, there's a question from another Mishnah. A klishuches should not become tome from the outside surface. As I mentioned before, a metal keli becomes tome the, on the outside surface. A klicheres does not become tommy on an outside surface. So Allah matnan, why did we learn in a Mishnah in Kalim klicheres or kli neser? Earthenware and kli neser, which is also a type of earthenware, which is made out of some kind of a white, white material, Rashi says. There's actually a big machlekes rishainim, what exactly kli neser is. Some say it's some kind of a chalk. Some say it's some kind of a white sand. There's a few, a few opinions about this. Either way, it's some kind of an earthenware. Tumas and Shove. They, they, these two have the same kind of a tumah. 
mitamon, they, they, they become Tomei, they receive the Tomei, umetamin, and they cause Tomei, from the inside, only from the inside of the Kali, if the Tomei comes on the inside. This is a unique thing about a Klicheres, if I didn't mention it before clearly, let me clarify it again, that if you have a Sheretz that's hanging, dangling in the airspace of the Klicheres, even without touching the Klicheres, it becomes Tomei. That's a special chumrah of a klicheres. Even if it doesn't touch it, if it's dangling on the inner space of it, it makes it tamay. And also, if then this klicheres is tamay, and then there's a piece of food that's hanging in the airspace of the klicheres, that piece of bread will become tamay. So the klicheres receives tamay from its airspace and causes tamay in its airspace. That's what it means over here. Mitamin, it becomes tamay, umetamin and may and causes tamay, me avirehen from the airspace. Umitamin, may achirehen. And also, there could be a case where the klicheres becomes tome from the outside, even though we said that it doesn't become tome on the outside surface. But you have sometimes an example where it could become tome, and the Rishayim give the example. Let's say you have a cup that has a uh, has a. Um, it's, 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 not, it's on a stand, it's on a, a goblet that's on a stand. And then sometimes you turn over on the bottom and it has some kind of a cavity inside on the bottom of that stand, there's some kind of a cavity. That cavity over there is like a little space inside, even on the outside surface, if a Sheretz went into that area, it makes it tame, even though it's on the outside. That's what a Machireim means here. But ve'ein metamen migabeyen. Any other kind of tumor that comes in contact with any other part of the outside surface where there's no cavity on the outside, it does not become tummy. And the only way to make it tired again, it can't be table in the mikveh, you have to break it. So, this is the Mishnah. Now the Gemara is Medayik. Kli Neser, Kli Cheres. The Mishnah here only mentions these two. The Kli Neser and Kli Cheres, the earthenware. Who the two Masam Shava? They have the equal Allah of Tumah. But we can uh, see from here anything else, including glassware. Loi does not have the same Allah as this. It's not included in this uh, list in the Mishnah. Why doesn't it include glassware if glass has the same Allah as a Kli Cheres? So the Gemara answers, Omri, the answer was given that we must say that Klishuches, uh, glassware, has a Chumrah and we do compare it to metal, Legabe the Halacha of becoming Tomei on the outside. There's a comparison of a glass to a metal. What happens if you break glass? You can take that glass and you can, uh, you can recycle it. You can reuse the glass again and make a new keli out of it. So therefore, Shavinu Kiklimatches. The Chachomim will machmer in one detail that it should be like a Klimatches. What happens with the Klimatches, a metal keli that gets ruined? You could also melt it and, and remake a keli again, also recycle it again. So because in this aspect it's the same as a Klimatches, so therefore they will machmer that just like a Klimatches becomes Tomei on the outside surface, a Klizchuches should also become Tomei on the outside surface. So this is one exception, Benigea, to the Klimatches because it has this similarity to the Klimatches. The Klimatches has this. The Klimatches, the glass, has the com this comparison to the Klimatches. So the Gemara says, if you're saying that it's similar to the metal, so they will machmer, that it should be similar like metal, so yachzeru l'tumasan yishonok k'klimatches. There should be something else 
may be that we should also be stringent on glass, that it should be similar to metal. What's this chumrah? So this is an additional chumrah that metal kalim have, midrabanon. Not minatayre, but midrabanon. Any, and we were learned about this once in Mesech Brachis. What happens if you have a metal keli that was broken, but then you assembled it back together? You reassembled it. So once you reassemble it, if it was Tommy before you broke it, before you took it apart and you reassembled it, the original Tome that was there before comes back. That's a Chumre that we find by Klimatchis. So the Gemara is now going to ask that if Klis Chuchis has a comparison to Klimatchis, Chachamu or Machmer, that it should have the Chumres of Klimatchis, let's apply this Chumre as well. So what does it say? <clears throat> the Tanan, we learned in a Mishneh, Kli Matches, metal Kalim, Pshuteyen, whether it's flat Kalim, Umikableyen, whether it's like a bowl, a pot that you can, has a receptacle. Tmeyen become Tomei. Nishbiru, if they, once they are broken, Taru, it becomes Taru. Chazar Mehen Kalim, if you take that broken Kali and you fix it back to become a Kali, it returns back to the previous Tumah. So we see that by Klimatchis specifically, the Mishnah says that it returns back to the original Tumah. But when it comes to glass, the Mishnah says, Kli'eitz, Kale made out of wood, Kli oil from leather, Kli etzem from bone, Kli zchuches and glassware, Pshutea and Tehidin. If it's flatware, it's tar altogether, it's not makabel tumma like metal. Umikablea and Tmeyin. If it has a receptacle, then it becomes Tamei. Nishbiru, if you break it, Toharu, it becomes Tahar. Chazar, Vasamem Kalim. If you take the broken pieces and you form of it a Kali again. Makablin Tumim Mikan Ulahaba. Now that it's a Kali, it'll be Makabal Tumim from now going forward. Mikan Ulahaba in. So the Gemara is Medayik only going from now going forward, it's Makabal Tumim. However, we don't say that once you take a klizchuchis and you put it back together, it takes back the original tumah, it receives back the original tumah that it had before, like a metal keli. Why weren't they machmer regarding this, that it should be similar to a metal keli? And for the Gemara, the reason is as follows. Tumas klizchuchis derabonon. The whole Tumah regarding glass is exaited with Rabbanon. It's not mentioned in the Torah. Tumah Yishona the Rabbanon. The fact that we bring back a Tumah that was there before it was broken, Lamafreya, that's also exaited with Rabbanon. When it comes to a Tumah on a metal keli, which is a Tumah in a Torah, Tumah. Over there, Rabbanon brought this Tumah that it should go back retroactively. The Tumah that Rabbanon, since the glass kalim are only Tumah with Rabbanon, the Rabbanon did not bring back the original Tumah. They weren't geyser this gzeda, which is a chatchila with Rabbanon, so they weren't geyser this v'nigeya to glass kalim. So we go back to what we said before. A kli zechuchis, glass keli, has the same halacha like a kli cheres. So far we said with one exception, binigay to the fact that it's susceptible to tumah from the outside surface, like metal kalim. That's the only exception. Zokta gemara vayter, pshutei en mi 
How about another thing? Why don't we compare the glass kalim to metal and be machmer also that it should be makabel tomeh like the metal kalim that even flat kalim should also become tomeh the hapshutei klimat because the, the pshute klimatchis, the fact that flat metalware becomes tomeh, that's not exerim the rabbanon. That's a tumim minatayda. Right. So we only we said before that we don't want to we don't take a chumrim the rabbanon of the metal kalim and place it on the glass kalim. But the fact that metal kalim that are poshut that are flat become tomeh, that's minatayda. So why don't we apply that tumah to the kli zechuchis? And for the Gemara of the Buhu Rabbanon Hekeda. The Rabbanon wanted to make a Heker regarding the Tumah of Klishuchis, that it should be different than a Tumah Minatayda. They didn't want you to confuse the Klishuchis with a Tumah Minatayda. And the reason is, In order that if Tumah and Kachim touches a Klishuchis, which is Tomei, you should be, it should be clear to you, you should know that it does not make the Tumah and Kachim Tomei, you don't burn the Tumah and the Kachim. This Gzairim the Rabbanon regarding the Klishuchis, does not apply to when Truma and Kachim touch it. You do not have to burn the Truma and Kachim. We learned yesterday in a Mishnah where it said that there were six cases where Chachamun will goizer Truma and if Truma and Kachim touch it, it becomes Tomei mid Rabbanon and you have to burn it. Klis although they made this Gzeda, but it does not apply to when Truma and Kachim touch it, you do not have to burn it. So therefore Chachamun will lenient in this Truma here and they did not make it Tomei like the klimatchis with the flatware is tomei in order that you should remember that the whole tomei is a tomei mit rabbanon. Why is it It's metama Yeah, it's metama Correct. It's it's it's, to, it's tomei, but not not legabe burning truma and kachim. Okay, so this is the first opinion of the Gemara. So, so far, again, what it comes out is a klicheres and a klischuches have the same din, besides one exception. By a klischuches, they made a gzede to be medame, to compare it to metal, that it becomes tomei on the outside. Ravashi Omar, Ravashi says, Lo'oilam liklicheres domu. A klischuches is completely the same as a klicheres. I had a question from a Mishnah in Kalim, that the Klishuches should not be Tomei on the outside surface if you're comparing it to Klicheres that are not Tomei on the outside surface. And for the Gemara, so the explanation is, Glass is different. Glass is, uh, you can see the inside and the outside. So therefore, they wore a machalic between the inside and the outside. Because it's see-through, so therefore the outside is like the inside. By all other kalim, because it's a material that you can't see the outside and the, and the inside together, so therefore the tumma on the inside is only on the inside and not on the outside. That's by klicheres. When it comes to klischuches, since you could see outside and inside, so therefore they were metame, the outside just like the inside. That was the only reason why they got to be that detailed, they made a distinction. But otherwise, it's just like klicheres. This ends the sugya of klicheres. The interesting thing is, we're talking over here about the tumah of klimatches and klicheres. Generally, the chumrah of, of the tumah by klimatches is more than klicheres. By klimatches, it's makabel tumah on the outside, it's makabel tumah even if it's a flat keli. Klicheres is only makabel tumah on the inside, and only if it's a receptacle, not if it's flat. 
right? And a, and a klicheres, um, you have to break in order to be metayret, a klichoches, a klimatches, you could be metayret in the mikveh, that's a kula and a klimatches. The source, a maviroi, that's another chumre, correct? Klicheres has a chumre that uh, even if it didn't touch, if it just enters into the airspace inside its metame. The shaydish of the difference between klimatches and klicheres is benigeya to the concept of tumah as it relates to a person. Klimatches and klicheres, the Rebbe Nasikha brings this in, and the Rebbe doesn't mamish taichirais, benigeya to our sugya, but the Rebbe there says that all these concepts of tumah that we talk about here comes and relates and could be understood from the goof of a person. The goof of a person can be compared sometimes to a klimatches, and other times it can be compared to a klicheres. A klimatches is metal, which is more stubborn. A klicheres is earthenware, which has more bitl. It's made out of earth. So a klicheres is more of a keli for holiness, because he has bitl. A klimatches is, is more stubborn. It could be made out of gold, or silver, or any other metal. It, it, in a way, is more susceptible to tumah. At the same time, on the other hand, Dafka Klimatchis has more ability, has more power to use his stubbornness to connect to the Ebishter. The Zov and the Kesef is something that can be used for Aves Hashem, for Yiris Hashem to connect to the Ebishter. So it has a certain advantage. The Klicheres does not have that advantage. So there's, there's relative advantages between the Klicheres and the Klimatchis, which is the source of the various different susceptibilities of Tumah that they have. Interesting thing. The Rebbe over there in the Sikha brings it when he gets to another halacha, but B'chlolos, that's the basis of what this uh, Sugi is talking about over here. Just that a Chaga of the Shir Rambam of Gimel Prakim these days is in these halachas and Hilchas Kalim in the Rambam. Ashkach HaPratis were learning this now in this time. Okay, now the Gemara goes on to another thing that was mentioned before in the Fudalar Amad Beis, a Takana that Shimon ben Shatach made. Shimon ben Shatach Tikin. Shimon ben Shatach was Masakin Ksuba Leisha. He was Masakin the din of a Ksuba for a woman. So I explained it already before. Rashi explains it before on Tafidalar Amit Beis. It doesn't mean he was Masakin the, the very halacha uh, of Ksuba itself. Rather, he was Masakin that all of a person's possessions, that, that refers to the real estate possessions he has, becomes Mishubid. There's a lean to the Ksuba. So a person will think twice before he wants to divorce his wife because she could not take from any of his possessions. That's the Takana. Now here the Gemara adds another detail that Shemu ben Shotach was Mesakin. He also decreed Tume upon a Klimatchis, upon a metal keli. Frek the Gemara. Klimatchis, the Tume on a metal keli is Menatayra. You don't need Shemim and Shatach to make this gzeira. The chsev, ach es azov es akesev v'goymer. Then that that's the pasuk that speaks over there when they were in the Muhammad of Midian and they brought back gold kalim and um, uh, silver kalim and over there it speaks about the fact that they have to table it in the mikveh because it's tamei. So this is clear in the teira. And for the Gemara, going back to what we mentioned in Amar Aleph, this Gzeda, that when you have metal keli that was broken and then was put back together, that the original Tumah comes back, that Tumah comes back, that Gzeda was the Gzeda of Shemim ben Shotach. Rav Yudam Arav explained the history of the Gzeda. There was a story with Tzien Amalke. Tzien Amalke was the sister of Shemim and Shotach. She was Yanai Hamelech's wife. 
And after Yanai Amelech passed away, she continued being a queen for about 10 years. So there was a story with Tzian Amalke. She also saw Mishta Livna. She prepared a huge festive meal for her son. Vinitmu kol keleha. And all of the kalim that were prepared became tummy. Apparently, I mean, how does that happen? Apparently what happened was within this tent or within this house, somebody died and then you have the tomb of oil and everything under this roof becomes tummy. So everything became tummy all at once and she had everything prepared. So what is she going to do now with all of this? So she can theoretically take everything and tie it in a mikveh. Or she can um, actually, um, what you have to do is, over here there was there were Tommy Batumas Mace. So if you Tommy Batumas Mace, then what do you have to do? So Rashi brings over here, you have to take the uh, the uh, Hazav, the Eifapara, and you have to sprinkle it on it, third day and the seventh day. So you're going to basically have to wait a week until all these Kalim could be used again. So she didn't want to wait a week. So what did she do? Bishavrasan, she broke all the Kalim. She made a hole in it, so she broke them all. And then she gave it to a smith, and he heated it up, and he made new kalim out of them. So this took maybe a day or two, however long it took. She didn't have to wait a full week. That's what happened. So Chachamim said, after this incident, and that Rabshim Shatech was the one that was misacking this, You're going to go and give it to a smith and remake the kalim, it goes back to the original Tumah. My timer, what's the reason they made this Gzeda? The Gzeda was made as a, as a Gedder, as a fence to the Halacha that you have to be Metair, anything that's Tommy, but Tumas Mace, you have to sprinkle from the Paraduma on it. Because if people are, are going to know that they can just do this, so then people are going to just forget about the whole thing of Paraduma. Every time something becomes Tommy, you make a hole in it or you, you smash it, and then you can just make the Kali again and you can ignore the whole paraduma. So they made this Zeta that the tumor comes back so people should still know they have to use the paraduma. This is a good reason according to the one that says This Gzeda that the old Tumah comes back was not regarding all Tumahs The Gzeda was only said when a Taki becomes Tomei from a dead body That's when they said this So then it makes sense this is the reason for the Gzeda not to forget about the Paraduma. But if this Gzeda is true regarding any kind of Tumma, whether from a Zav, from a Sheretz, or anything else, where you don't even need a Paraduma, so then Maya So that can't be the reason that people shouldn't come to forget about the Paraduma. So the Gemara here brings two opinions. Omar Abaye, Abaye says, Gzeda, if a person has to break it and then he's planning on, on fixing it and using it again, he might not break the hole of the keli big enough that it should actually be metired. And Ashi here brings what we learned once before, we learned this in Masechtet Brachis, that you have to make it a hole at least as big as a pomegranate. So you might not make the hole large enough. Rav Omar, Rav says, People might say that when you toivel in a mikveh, what happens when you toivel kalim? So you have to wait until at night in order to be able to use these kalim. But if a person is going to break the kalim and then he's going to use it again that day before it's at night, so then people are going to forget this thing that when a kalim becomes tome, you have to wait until at night. My benayu, 
What is the difference between the two Pshatim of Rava and Abaya? So the Gemara says, the difference is when he mamish flattened out the kalim. He took the kalim and he didn't stop break it. He totally flattened it out. So according to the opinion of Abaye, that the chashes that he didn't make a hole large enough, that chash still applies. This is I'm sad, what I'm saying now is the second shot of Rashi. But according to the chash that people are going to make the mistake and think that you don't have to wait until at night, in this case where you mamish flatten out the kalim, people are going to notice the difference and they're going to see that in this case you don't have to wait until at night because you mamish flattened out the kalim. But in a regular case, they'll know that you have to wait until at night. So this is the gzayda that Shimon and Shatach made, beneged to metal kalim that the tumek comes back. Now the Gemara goes on, Benigeya to the Yudches Varim. This whole thing began with the Mishnah. Where was it? The Mishnah was on Dafyud Gimel, probably. The Mishnah on Dafyud Gimel that says that there was 18 things that they made a decree in the attic of Hananya ben Chizkiya. And Beishamai's opinion was accepted over Beishillel's opinion. So if you keep in count, to what the Gemara brought until here, so the Gemara brought the Mishnah of Zavin, where it mentioned 10 things. And then the Gemara erased one of them, Tvul Yayim, the Gemara erased because it's Merataira. So we're left with only nine Gzairis that we know that Chacham made on that day that Beishamai enacted. So the Gemara is going to continue now. What's the tenth? What's, what's, what, what more did Chacham make a Gzaira on this day? What other Gzaira is there? The Tanan. So the Gemara brings the following Mishnah and Mishnah Makvois. So now, before I begin reading, the, the halacha ben to mikvah is, as we saw already many times, mayim she'uvim cannot be used for a mikveh. Drawn water or any water that was, that was received in a keli. Now the only thing is, water that was received in a keli can't be used for a mikveh if the person is willingly taking that water into a keli. Water that happened to be found in a keli and it's not the das of the person to accept that water into the keli could be used for the mikveh. So over here the Gemara is going to discuss a case where a person placed a keli under a pipe where water is running. The Tnan we learned in the Mishnah. A person places kalim under a pipe of water. With the intention to receive rainwater into it. Whether you put a large keli over there. Whether you put small kalim there. Kliadoma, whether kalim made out of stone or adoma, earth, kliglolim, dung kalim, paislinus a mikveh. Any of the water that's received in these kalim cannot be used for the mikveh. Now, the Chiddush over here is Echad Haminiach, whether you placed it there willingly, Vechad Hashecheyach, whether you put it there and then you forgot it there. You forgot it there and you forgot about it. Either way, water that came out of the pipe into these kalim become possible. Divrei Beishamai. Beisilol metarem b'shecheyach. Beisilol says, if you left it there and you forgot it there, so then the water in those kalim are, are, are okay to be used for the mikveh because you didn't intentionally want the water to, re, to, to be received in those kalim. Amar Abmeir, so Abmeir said regarding this Mishnah, Nimno verabu beshamei al-Beisilol. Regarding this halacha, they took the count, and Beishamai's Talmidim were more than Beisilol. So this is the tenth Gzaira that they enacted in that time in the attic of Hanani ben Chizkiah. Then the Mishnah continues, Umaydim beshamei, Beishamai will agree, b'shecheyach b'chotzer. If a person left Kalim outside in the courtyard, and it rained into these Kalim, 
So then he's going to agree that the water in those kalim could be used for the mikveh. It's only if you put it directly under a pipe, then it can't be used. Shuhutar. Then it's going to be tar. Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi in the Mishnah disagrees and says, Adayin machloikis medes. The original machloikis still remains. The machloikis between Basil and Beshama. In other words, he's disagreeing with what Rabbi Meir said before. Rabbi Meir said this was one of the cases that Beshama's opinion was they were a larger number than Basil, and it was Paskin like Beshamai. Rabbi Yaisi says, no, this was an outstanding machalikis between Beshilal and Beshamai, and the regular rule that we pass in like Beshilal applies over here. So, Rav Mesharshi. So, Mesharshi explains what's the basis of the machalikis between Beshilal and Beshamai when a person forgot a keli under a pipe. They explained by Rav as follows. Everybody will agree. If a person puts a keli under a pipe when he sees the clouds gathering and it's about to rain and then he's expecting the water to come out of this pipe so so the water that comes out of that pipe and enters into the keli, the water becomes tame, it's not fit for the mikveh. On the other hand, if it was a clear day and he put water under the uh, pipe and then he forgot about it Everybody will agree that the water from the pipe that comes into that keli is tired because the person totally forgot about it. When are they arguing? When he placed the water under the pipe, he was expecting it to rain, it was cloudy, and he was putting it there for the purpose for the kalim to receive the water. Then the weather changed and it became a clear day. And now he's not expecting the rain to come out and he forgot about it. And then the clouds came back and it did rain. So Mar Sovar, so the Basilil hold Bottlamachshafta. His original intention that he put the Kalim for the water, that's that's bottle. Because it they cleared up and he forgot about it. The fact that it then ended up raining again, that's a new thing. We don't connect this previous machshava to what ended up, ended up happening if the weather cleared up in between. Opinion is, Since he originally placed it there because it was a cloudy day for the rain, so the water received there, he wanted willingly the water to go into those kalim and therefore can't be used for the mikveh. Now the Gemara goes back to Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yaisi says you can't count this Mishnah as one of the cases that Beshami's opinion outnumbered Basil. He says, that, no, this, this remained the Machlaikis and we pass him like Basil. According to Rabbi Yisrael, it says this machlekes remains, but so this can't be counted. This is less. This is one less. According to Rabbi Yisrael, Rav Nachman by Yitzchak, Rav Nachman by Yitzchak says, according to Rabbi Yisrael, So this is a halacha of a nida. A nida, of course, becomes tamei. And the halacha is that a nida from any age, she become any age that she sees any tuma, she becomes tummy. Now this gzeda, uh, or this halacha rather, that a nida that sees blood from any age becomes tummy. the kutim, we learned about the kutim before, they are the ones that were megayed at a certain time period. So they kept many halachas, but many halachas they did not keep. This halacha that even a girl that's younger and sees Dam Nido becomes Tameh, they didn't keep that. So therefore Chachamim knew they didn't keep this Salacha. They were Geyser and all Benais Kutim that are considered to be Tameh Me'ari Sasam, from the day they're born. 
They all are considered to be Tomei because they weren't Nizar in this, so therefore we can't trust them with any girls to know if they saw Tumor or not. So therefore they were Geyser and all Benayis Kutumari saw some that they are Tomei. When was this Gzeda made? Boy, by Yoim Gozra, this Gzeda was made in the attic of Hananiah Bechiskia when these, all of these enactments were made. So this is a very interesting type of a Gzeda, and Tesis here points out that this Gzeda has to be based on the opinion of Rameir. Because in the majority of cases, Roiv girls that are under Bas Mitzvah and for sure from the, the age of birth are not possible to see any Dam Nida to make them Tomei. But there is a minority. It is a small possibility that a girl that's younger should be able to see Dam Nida. And according to Rav Meir, so therefore they were Geyser, this Gzeda, according to Rav Meir, since the Kutim were not careful with this at all, so we can't trust them, so therefore they were Geyser, this Gzeda, that they should all be Tomei. And that Gzeda was made on this day, according to the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi. That's the end of the Gemara today. Which means the Tomei? Ah, the Tomei, the like a Nida. Whatever, 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 all the, all the halachas of a nida, she touches things, she sits on things, she becomes tummy, yeah. It's interesting, it actually says, where, uh, where this was said, what's the source of this, yeah. yeah.